Howard from uh, Sugar City Studios, Savannah, Georgia, uh, historic Johnson Square overlooking the river, uh, Mark Paul with Dr. Walter Kimsey's. Uh, we are uh, kicking off a podcast series. We are uh, socially distanced, uh, six feet apart, uh, masks uh, on and off, windows open, but uh, Walter, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Uh, it, yeah, you said it quite well. You know, we are following all of the rules of the studio here. It's a beautiful day to be in Savannah. Um, and, um, you know, Mark, just for a little more background, Mark and I have been working together for about two years. Uh, this Savannah market is very important, not just to the state, but to the nation. Savannah, many years ago, the port was, uh, you know, not even in the top 10. And in the last 20 years, it has grown and, and expanded to the point where this is the third largest port gateway uh, by volume. Uh, I've had the absolute pleasure uh, and honor to work with the Georgia Port Authority for about 15 years uh, to support their efforts to, uh, to develop their business. And what's unique about them is that, that the thought process is about the gateway. It's not about what's inside the port's gates, but you know, how the port interacts with the other elements, the railroads, the trucking companies, the ocean carriers, all of the government agencies, and in particular, the industrial real estate. Yeah. And this is where we came together. Yeah, and I want to uh, jump into our first uh, sort of podcast and talk about the unprecedented year we've had, 2020, um, biggest drop in GDP, I guess, in history back in, in March and April. Uh, can you comment on that? Can you comment on sort of have we recovered uh, and uh, what you think the outlook is for the next uh, 12 to 24 months? All right, great. So let's make three points here. Um, the first is there was no reason to have a recession uh, before the coronavirus hit. To have a recession, you need to have some part of the economy grow very, very quickly, way above trend, and that kind of pulls the rest of the economy with you. And usually this happens as a result of a change in technology or a change in regulations. Uh, for example, in the 60s, it, you know, plastics really was the future. Plastics drove a huge change, not only in electronics, but in automobile parts and, and other segments of the, of the economy. So it was a growth sector. We also had color televisions, transistors. It was, a, it was an interesting decade. And everybody invested in it to the point where it was overinvested. And when we finally realized we had more capacity than there was demand, things started to fall apart. People couldn't pay their, their you know, they, they owed money, but they weren't making enough profits to pay their bills. And so we had a recession towards the end of the decade. Now you go to the 1970s, what drove the economy? It was farmland, it was oil, it was commodities. And every decade has a different theme where some industries just grow too fast and eventually they get overinvested and they collapse. So um, we were not in that situation uh, before coronavirus hit. But it was rare, any part of the economy just didn't have, you know, was not overheated. So it was a unique thing. So that's the first point to make is, once we get the coronavirus out, since we don't have pockets of excess capacity, we should return back to where we were. So would we call this a recession? And I'd say no. I mean, this was a shockwave. 
You know, we saw a similar decline in, in economic activity and GDP during the Great Depression, but it took a much longer period of time. What happened here is, in the last two weeks of March, the first quarter where we expected, to, first quarter of 2020, we expected growth of about 2%. Just shutting the economy down in the last two weeks took us from plus 2 to minus 5%. The next quarter was miserable. We were down 33%. So uh, we've started reopening the economy. There's a lot of discussion we can have about why we did that. But the bottom line is, is that uh, we had a 34% increase in GDP going into the third quarter. But 34% is bigger than 33, but you're starting at a much lower base. So we're not yet back to where we were. And uh, even with this quarter's growth, we still won't get back to where we were in the first place. It probably won't be until the summer of next year at best. All depends on how we do with the vaccine. We'll wrap this up, I'm gonna wrap it up with one one question. Uh, do you uh, forecast an economic recession in the next 12 to 18 months? I can't, we just can't do that. Two reasons, as the vaccine uh, becomes available and more people take it, um, then the service sector can go back to normal. Uh, What's likely to happen is it's been announced. The policy is if you take the vaccine, uh, you get a little card. We have to take it twice. You get a little card has a QR code on it. And if you uh, have done everything, when you show up at the football stadium, when you go to Disney World, when you go to other entertainment venues, your, your card is scanned. And if it comes up green, you're admitted. And if not, you're not admitted. And this is an incentive to get more people who are sitting on the fence to take the vaccine. We need clearly better than half the population to be vaccinated to really get past this thing. And I think the, uh, the, 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 the ideas, the policies that are in place are likely to work. Then you add to that a potential fiscal stimulus, one more stimulus, and it's kind of hard to see a recession, probably not until 2023 at the earliest. So the answer is no. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Walter, great. Thanks. Certainly.